0: Hello everyone and welcome to another Sk episode. My name is Mike and I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, Joe. Hey. Hey, um, how are you going? I'm so great, how are you? I'm all right, I'm pretty excited actually. We get to talk about a subject that that I'm quite excited about. Um, So look, let's get right into it. Today we're gonna be talking about the subject of free will. Okay, um, I've got a specific question for you today, you'll be happy to know, so um, to start off with, first of all, uh, what are your thoughts, oh,
1: sorry, do you believe in free will? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this a yes or no? Uh, yeah. I'm going to say no. How about no.
0: you? Yeah, I don't believe in free will. Um Yeah, I mean, I used to, um, but I mean, yeah, I guess I thought about it quite in depth when I was around, well, when I was maybe like 10 years ago, and I sort of just came to the conclusion that it just seems like most decisions are are basically situational, and I mean, I couldn't find um, an edge case that, you know, that sort of said it was any other way, so... Yeah, what like how did you come to that conclusion? Have you always thought that free will was bullshit or or did you read up on it or what yeah. What do you think?
1: Uh yeah, I guess I didn't think about it for a good long time and then as soon as I did, I I've always been under the impression that the universe and everything in it is deterministic, you know? Yeah. Uh, cause and effect, everything And our consciousness is just some emergent property of our brains, and yeah, there's just no room. I just there's no there's no room for free will anywhere in there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sure, you, might, you feel like you're making decisions and choices, but they're predestined. Up, you know.
0: Yeah. So when you when you came to the conclusion, you did 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 it like. Did it strip you of any of any of the things you, that you pre, that you previously believed, or was it like? Did it hurt you in any way? It's, was it like, oh, if that's true, yeah. then then this isn't true, and that's sort of sad, or
1: anything like that? No, not really. Not uh, really? Like I still don't think you know, you still feel like you have free will, and you definitely you can't predict the future. You still feel like you have choice. Uh, It doesn't, you don't really lose anything by not actually, I just, I don't even know what actual free will even really would mean. It would just, I just don't even know what it actually
0: means. Like when you narrow it down and really question it, it's sort of, yeah, like you say, it loses its meaning a little bit. But um, for me, when I I sort of came to that conclusion, it, it took away a few things that I, I guess I held dear to my heart, like previously, was things like your identity, you know, anything anything good that you've ever done or, or things like that. It's like anything good you've ever done is meaningless because it was just due to the situation. Did you
1: feel like none of that or? Uh, maybe, I guess. And when, when you start thinking about, People being yeah responsible for their actions and you know punishing them or things like that, it's it starts getting fuzzy. Because uh, yeah, I think no free will.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think to most people when you when you um, present them with with this theory, I, I do believe it hurts some of their previously held beliefs, such as you know like you say responsibility. You know if if everything's if everything's due to situation, then that means, you know, anything bad, like, just like I said, anything good that I've ever done is meaningless. Same for the other side. Anything bad that anyone's ever done, like, you know, murder and rape, it's all just, you can't be, at the end, you can't be that angry because it's just due to situation. That's, you know, everything in their history has has led up to that point for them to decide to do what they do, which we deem as bad. We don't, you know, we deem as bad because we don't get it. We don't understand, but... You know, if we did, if we're in their
1: shoes, we'd be doing the same thing, right? But it still, is bad. I mean, things can still be bad, right? You don't think those things are definitely bad for someone? They're bad for the people involved. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah. They, they do damage. They hurt people for sure,
1: right? And you don't want you don't want people raping you, right? So you wanna. <laughs> Put the rapists in the prison <laughs> or keep them away from other people. Yes, yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> I don't want to be raped.
0: <laughs> but exactly, man. But you can't be angry at it, other than like, I like you can't be angry at the person with doing it, and like more than just like that affects me so like it's gonna piss me off because it hurts me, but like you know. Yeah. More than that, you can't be because it's if you if you take this on board that every every choice is situational, then they're only raping you due to the you know their previous circumstances.
1: Right. Sure. All right. So you still want to put them in jail, though?
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I guess that goes to the whole thing. I mean, that's your choice. You're you're doing that to protect yourself. It's all it's all encompassed within you know the whole you know you act based on situation if and if there's a threat of being raped you'll you'll act accordingly <laughs> yes yep yeah yeah so just on that to that point again it yeah like when i sort of realized that it it sort of t- like it sort of takes away your identity you know you're only yeah who you are is just totally situational you, you can't be you can't be proud of anything you've done or oh, sorry you can't be you can't be like you can't feel guilty about anything you've done and and as well you can't feel proud about anything you've done because in the end it was just the circumstances dictated it and 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 furthermore that sort of takes away your identity like you just you just really at the end of the day you just a you're just a piece of matter that's reacting to the circumstances you know you're not really any you're not anything special
1: sure yeah is that how you actually feel like right now yeah you uh i don't feel that way i think that's probably the case but uh, i still for whatever reason feel like i feel proud of things i feel sad about things i feel angry at things
0: yeah yeah, sometimes yeah. I um, – like, definitely you f- You feel – you still get, like, satisfaction from certain things. You know, if you do something good, you still get, like, some, some sort of positive reinforcement. But sometimes I do get – when I really think about stuff, I, I get depressed and feel like, you know, what's the point of it all? It's just a mm. – it's just all – it's all fake, you know. Like, if you really think about it, you're just reacting to things. It's not – I don't know. I I do get down about it sometimes.
1: Wow. Yeah, yeah that's unfortunate. <laughs> Life is whatever you want it to be, man. It's what you can do. Whatever you want. Whatever makes you feel great. Do that. Hey,
0: that that doesn't sound like the Joe I know. The you know the Joe I know is all Not about that. nah. The Joe the Joe I know is all about facts and what the truth is. And
1: if the truth is that yeah, I'm, I'm definitely about those things. But. But at the not, end of the day you're you're a person trying to oh like what's your actual goal in life you have to make your own goal there's no prescribed goal unless you're religious and you I don't know you bought into that yeah but well otherwise you, you just you you make it whatever you want it to be you make life whatever you want see <clears throat> so you've, you've never been religious have you you've always felt you know, you've always been. Well, I guess when I was a kid, but I didn't really think much about it. Okay. Uh, the moment I thought about it at all, it absolutely made no sense. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> did you?
0: I mean, for me, I I really believed in God, and maybe that's sort of yeah. that sort of brings that feeling of like a bit of sadness when you realize that it's things like yeah. this are all bullshit. Because I I always. I guess I got value in thinking I was doing good things. I felt like I was a good person and I did good things. So when you realize that, for me, when I realized, in my opinion, that all of that was bullshit, it did hurt. It's like, ah, oh, there's part of my identity just, you
1: know, down the drain. It's all bullshit, you know. Sure. <clears throat> yeah. You know, it's interesting that the people who believe in God uh, tend to believe that God is omniscient, right? He knows everything. He can see the future, right? Isn't that right? He knows, he knows yeah. everything that's going to happen, and I don't know how within that framework you can arrive at free will. You can't have free will if, yeah. if there's a some <laughs> being out there who knows everything that's already going to happen. Yeah, it free will you, yeah. you don't have a choice, you can't do something different than what he already knows you're going to do. That's true. I mean, that you have a point.
0: I, I feel like if we had, you know a religious believer on the, on the show today, they would have some sort of response to that, which would just sort of make you and me scratch our heads and be like, what? That doesn't make sense. But they would, they would have some sort of rationale that would, you know, reject your questioning.
1: Yeah. They might, they might have some sort of reason. (laughs) Um, (laughs) that I can agree with. Yeah.
0: Um, So, okay, so, yeah, a common thread of belief, you know, if if you present this to people, this sort of line of theory, they'll, yeah, they'll reject it because I think it challenges some previously held beliefs by, you know, general society. And I think um, people reject it because it sort of takes away responsibility. I think that's the first thing that people think. It's like, well, if free will is an illusion, then... That, I mean, that can't be true because that means, like, murderers and rapists, they, they don't, you know, they, help, they hold no responsibility. They get to excuse their behavior because they'll just, you know, blame it on situation. Or on the situation. Right. Yes, I've heard that. Okay. And that's, <laughs> but... that's, that's not, like, that's not, for me, it's not enough.
1: <laughs> to me it's no, you're like you're still responsible for your actions. Your actions still have consequences on people in the world and you're still you're still responsible for it. Well but what 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 do you
0: mean by responsibility? Because you could I mean I feel like you could easily argue that you're not responsible. It's the situation and the history that's dictating your actions.
1: Okay. I think it's All true. It's all true. So,
0: (laughs) yeah. Oh man. I think when I think Um, maybe what you're saying is that to be responsible responsible is basically saying that you are part of the reason why this has happened. Is that fair? I think
1: other people have the right to to react to your actions. You know, to hold you accountable for your actions. Uh, Well. So if you are a rapist the society has you know they they can throw you behind bars they can so you you are responsible in that way
0: yeah the problem i have with is the word rights i mean it's really not about rights it's just about again if if you uh-huh. if you compass, encompass everything into it it's just choice like it's just not choice sorry it's like situation like you know the if you if there's one person that goes out and murders and rapes then the the byproduct of that is the society's gonna reject that and reject it by you know put either you know, killing you, you know, with capital punishment or putting you in prison.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're talking about responsibility. Um, I'm just wondering what the alternative is like where where would free will even possibly come from? How would it even exist? It just—it doesn't even make sense as a concept to me. What? What, what, is, what is responsible for your free will? Like what? How? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I if free will doesn't exist, then like, in a way, responsibility sort of doesn't. In a way. But I, I don't think that's. Right. What, and, I think what you yeah, I think when you say responsibility, you're sort of saying, well, then you're part of the reason why stuff is happening,
1: yeah, is that, is that fair if or? you are you're the one responsible for doing whatever it is you do for your actions, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, and it might not have really been up to to you. Ah, it's just, it's so hard to talk about.
0: Yeah. Alright, well, let, let, <laughs> let me pose this to you. So, if, when you say, you know, if you do something, you're responsible. So, if yeah. if you go and, if you go and rape someone, for example, like you go and, oh, a per, not you, but a person goes and rapes, you know, molests yeah. some kid. um, mm-hmm. what, what do you mean to say that they're responsible? If you if you don't believe in free will then that's just they've done that due to situation what do you mean they're responsible
1: Yeah we're just talking about I know we're just we're using the word responsible in different ways yeah. just interchangeably Yeah okay As I know Uh yeah All right, so well. in that sense I mean they're the one doing it so they're responsible no obviously nobody else is responsible they they're, they're the one doing it
0: Yeah yeah
1: Um but yeah, like in the sense that you're talking about, you're saying nobody's ever responsible for anything because there's no free will. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think we're, yeah, we're probably
0: using the word differently, but um, I, yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Let's change it up a little bit. So, <clears throat> yeah, the whole idea of of free will. I, th- I think it sort of pertains to what's going on over there at the moment in. In your presidential election, um, I read an article recently about how uh, how I think Hillary Clinton might be um, utilizing the internet to sort of sway voters, and uh, like it, the article sort of touched on how much influence Google has in you know they can they can present certain results to sway people to vote, you know, a certain person who, if they really wanted to, Google could sway an election by, you know, when someone searches for, you know, who should I vote for, they could, you know, put Hillary yeah. at the top and that could, they have, you know, they would have stats to to show that how much influence they're having and that, and that yeah, they could really turn an election, um, oh, yeah. yeah. So I, I guess, yeah, again, that goes towards how, how little choice we have sometimes we, we you know we're fooled by you know media and advertising and things like Google. We don't even know it
1: yeah, it's true. They have immense power. they're the source of information for a lot of people over a lot of different things.
0: yeah, I think we touched on it last episode um, how you know about education and how careful you have to be with. Media and advertising because they can fool you without you even knowing, and you know ads these days has become so smart that you know they're presenting things to you that you don't even know that you want or you don't know that you will react to things like that.
1: Yeah, the whole South Park
0: thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, furthermore, that that I, I um, spoke to you before the episode about this. The um Darren Brown, I think he's a... I'm not sure if he's a magician or what What Do you, do you know what he is? What, what, what would he call himself? Yeah, magician, uh, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so what he did to sort of... Um, to show us, you know, this... Uh, you know, how much power, you know, sublim- subliminal messages have. He, um, What he did was he grabbed a couple of uh, marketers and... Uh, Drove them to his office, and w- when they got there, he, you know, he, he gave them a job. He, wa- he wanted them to market a, a taxidermy business or something like that. And what he did was, when from the moment that he picked them up from wherever they were and drove them to the office, he he set up, he orchestrated a a bunch of subliminal messages for them to see. You know, when they were looking outside the window in the car, they would see, um, you know, a taxidermy logo that they didn't even. It didn't even register for them that they were seeing that. But in the end, when they when they got to the office and they they put together their their marketing plan or their logo, it ended up looking pretty much ex- like really really similar to the logo that Darren Brown had already like had previously drawn up. And you know that that goes to show how much it's sort of it's really humbling to me how how little. How little, how little choice we really have. Like you can be influenced in that way and not even know it.
1: Yeah. Did you see yeah, that? All, yes. Yeah, I saw that a long time ago. I know what exactly what you're talking about. It's been a long time since I saw it. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll put that. A lot of similar thing.
0: Yeah, we'll put that in the show notes. Uh, we'll put a link to that video. Um, and yeah, I mean that that goes towards the whole cold reading thing as well, you know, magicians being able to talk to the dead and all that sort of stuff. It's all really playing on your emotions and how how moldable you are as a person. It's, you, you, yeah, you really are. Right. The way advertising is, you're looked at as not as an individual that has free choice at all. You're looked at as a person that can be totally influenced with, just by your history. And, you know, we can advertise things to you. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Uh, yep, I agree. Yeah, that's all true. That's that's all work. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Yeah. Um, I know there's uh, there's all sorts of scientific studies out there in this. Uh, I should have researched before this, but I, I've just over the years seen a lot of different ones. Uh, where where they'll do different things. They'll put they'll put people in a situation where they're playing a game or something, and and they'll do little things like like just having. I know one of them is like just having a briefcase like in the room, just sitting in the room, would, would make people like way more competitive on average than if there wasn't a briefcase sitting nearby. Yeah, I, I, just, I remember that <laughs> one. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, so this whole thing is making me think about. Um, have you ever seen any of the studies where they'll tell they'll have people? people will be taking some tests and they'll just be told to randomly choose, you know, between two different things. Uh, and, and they notify the the tester of, of exactly the moment when they've made their decision. So like yeah. they'll look at two things that they're told not to make a decision and then sit there for, you know, a minute or whatever. And then when they feel like they want to pick one, they just, they randomly choose, okay, this one. Yeah. And, and at the same time, the testers, they're, they're hooked up to fMRI and all this, so they're monitoring their brain and everything. And they can tell, they can tell like 10 seconds ahead of time, like which one they're going to pick with yeah. very high accuracy. Yeah. It just shows you that your subconscious is really in the driver's seat.
0: Yeah, and I think that's yeah. where science has been, like science has been realizing this whole thing you know, in the last ten years they've been setting up these experiments and they're like, oh, like they're just really seeing how much control you can have over someone's supposed free will.
1: Right. Right. You know, you're, you're really just slave to your subconscious brain, really. Yeah. Uh, and like
0: from so all the evidence over the last ample year. And so for you personally that doesn't isn't doesn't
1: make you sad or anything or That doesn't make me sad. I mean, it's just the reality of the way the world is.
0: Yeah, I guess I'm uh, holding on to you know, maybe previous beliefs I had, but it does. Part of it really does make me sad.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hoping that there's more to everything. Like, what do you wish were the case? Um, maybe I used to think I was a good person, and now I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. Do you wish there, like, what do you actually wish were the case? Like, is it because you thought that you had a soul or something like that is that? What you... oh, I definitely used to think I was going is to heaven. <laughs> yeah. And so did you think, you must have thought that like your soul or whatever was the source of free will, right? Um.
0: Oh, I don't. I don't know. I. I never understood the soul per I mean, I guess the soul is, who, yeah, who I am, and my body's just the, you know, the, the <clears throat> physical part of that. So I mean, one and the same, really. Yeah, I guess so. The idea, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely not the case. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess maybe that sadness is, like I said, coming from. I mean I believed it for a long time half of my life I guess I believed that God existed and that I I believed that I cared about people and you know I used to pray to um the, the starving people of the world I I really did that so um when you realize all this stuff it does it, all those things you you did uh, yeah they 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 become pointless and I guess that I guess that's a little bit saddening
1: True. Yeah. But at least now you can spread the word that it's bullshit and hopefully other people don't have that same shitty experience. <laughs> yeah. Of wasting all time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's. That's something to forget about.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's always better to know the truth, I think. But again, yeah, it's easy for me to say. I don't know. Uh, you know, maybe if I believed in it for another 10 years, I wouldn't have been able to, you know, see the truth. I don't know. Hopefully I would have. But, um, oh, just quickly, what you said, you mentioned FMRI, can you just quickly tell me what that is? Because I I don't know what it is.
1: Um, uh, I think it's functional magnetic resonance imaging. What (laughs) the, that does not clear it up. (laughs) What the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know exactly how it works, but they're able to monitor your brain and show what areas are, are firing, like where the neurons are firing heavily and they have kind of like a 3D map that I, you know, it's I don't know exactly how it works. Okay. Yeah. Have you, um, I read this
0: book called The Brain That Changes Itself. Have you Have you heard of that? Mm, no. Oh, so basically the theory is that, um, you know, like for example, people that have strokes, have a stroke, and they lose all their like motor skills and stuff, they can relearn them, and they can right. relearn them in a different part of the brain. Or like people that um, have lost their eyesight, they can... They can sort of learn how to see with a different part of their brain if they if they practice really hard and work at it they can they can use yeah. um, different parts of their brain to sort of see like a vague sort of picture um, so which you know yeah. a lot of I think a lot of what people believe about the brain is that there's compartments to it but um, this brain sort of says not really like you, any part of the brain can become good at something.
1: Oh, you cut out
0: a lot there in the end. Okay. Again, uh, okay, I'll say it again. So I think a lot of people believe that the the brain is compartmentalized. You know, a lot of compartments are assigned to a certain section of, you know, like emotional or, you know, decision-making or something like that. And what this book sort of illustrates with things they've been able to do with stroke victims is that the brain is very moldable and, you you know, if you lose a, a... yeah, sorry, just just on that. So you think that's true, or?
1: Uh, well, there definitely are different areas of the brain that control different things and are responsible for different things. But yeah, I know it's very plastic, and it's, uh, yeah, if you lose parts of your brain, other parts can take over, like you're saying. That's true, but not... it. The brain's very complicated. Like, every part can't do every possible thing. Yeah. Uh, if you lose a certain part of your brain, you might just... You might be screwed. Like there's parts of your brain that you can lose that other parts aren't going to take over for. Okay. But, yeah, um, there are some some parts I know of. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Someone in the um the chat room is telling us we can get or they can get Maynard James Keenan on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know? Oh, you don't know who that is. Who'd you say? Maynard James Keenan. Nah, I guess I don't know. Okay. Uh, sorry, just looking through the chat here. If there's any questions, nope. All right, cool. Um,
1: uh, what do we got here? So, hey, do you think the universe is is deterministic? Do you think it's just all cause and effect?
0: Yes, but with an asterisk of um, what the fuck is it called? Uh, what's that? What's that? Like area?
1: quantum, the quantum realm?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that says different.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's a h-
0: uh, huge asterisk.
1: That thing. <laughs> yeah, largely because we don't really fully understand it yet. The more we, the more we find out, the more we think less and less that it's non-deterministic. But, but yeah, there are things that we can't measure until the moment we measure it, uh, and it can be in multiple states theoretically.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'd love to get but, really good at that whole field It's because it's totally foreign and
1: super interesting. Yeah, it's fascinating stuff. But, you know, a lot of people, as soon as you start, when you bring it up in, like, a free will debate saying that the universe is deterministic and they say, oh, what about quantum? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, but what effect does that possibly have on free will? <laughs> like... So what are you
0: saying? Are you the person that brings that brings so it, quantum physics up or someone else brings it up and you're like, what, is, you know, what if... Other
1: people will. Other people who are in favor of, of free will being a real thing. Oh, uh, yeah. They'll bring it... Yeah, they'll, they'll... I don't know. Yeah, they'll say it's the, the quantum physics, of blah, 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 bullshit. Yeah. Uh, and there's just no... There's no conviction there. This is like microscopic stuff happening. Where, how does that somehow translate into you having free will over... Your actions. This doesn't even make sense.
0: No, yeah, <laughs> I tend to agree. I, from what I know, it's it's yeah, the quantum stuff is for like when it gets like so small, it's just things just break down and stuff. But for the for the physical level that we're all on, I don't think we're immune. I mean, I think we're sorry. I do think we're totally immune to all that quantum stuff. And like you said, it's sort of se- it's a sort of separate issue. Like there's just because down there that you know it's a little bit of a probability and stuff like that, where we are it's we're I mean it, yeah the evidence suggests we're to- the things we're doing are totally based on things that are happening you know in a, you know based on situation
1: yeah we are very far removed from that world yes,
0: but yeah. there yeah there is an asterisk for me, but yeah I don't know. Yeah, I want to understand the whole yeah. thing better, but I just feel like, oh my god, I'm not I'm just not smart enough. There's so much. Oh my god, it's just nah. a, it's so fascinating that whole world. Yeah,
1: yeah. I wish I read about it all the time, but yeah, you know, I don't have a PhD in it, so I've got no hope of truly understanding it. Yeah, at the level they do. So just quickly, I want to ask That's you. A- sorry.
0: I uh, want to ask you on the whole, you know, obviously if free will's bullshit, then people you might look up to or look down on, you can't. So like, I like, what, for example, you know, a figure like Hitler. You know, everyone thinks he's an asshole. But what do you think about? Do you think he's an asshole or like, what, or do you think like he did what he did based on situation or what do you think?
1: Both. Right.
0: Okay. I thought you might say that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Huh? I thought you might say that.
1: Yeah, I think that's the right answer.
0: (laughs) I think, yeah, (laughs) I tend to agree. Uh, Finally, look, I'm just going to touch on the Stanford prison experiment. I'm pretty sure you know of that.
1: Yeah, you've brought it up many times.
0: Yeah. I feel like this could be a lead-in, a good lead-in for our next Ski episode. Um, this whole topic sort of makes me think of that uh, because it basically places, you know, average Joe, Joe Schmoes um, into a prison as, you know, in a position of power over prisoners. And um, no matter how normal or reasonable or nice these people seem to have been, they all seem to turn to arseholes when put in that position. Um, that to me is really fascinating and humbling and it's sort of, and again, a little bit saddening because it means that it feels like I would be the same. Maybe. um, Any thoughts on that from you? I mean, I think you said last time that you would hope that you wouldn't be that, like you wouldn't turn out
1: like that. But yeah, what do you think? I can't imagine I would. But I know that all those people did. I know that I, yeah, I understand that that's what happens. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't know what the cause of that is. I can't imagine I would. I'm just, there's no way. Yeah. I mean, would you, would you turn into an asshole? Like, Oh. No look, <laughs>
0: I don't think so. But, you know, like, uh, <laughs> shout out to the guys over at uh, Team Tub again, but, um, they sort of said to me that I was a bit of a bully to people when I when I was <laughs> when I was playing this online game. You know, I was like the big boss man, and I was a real asshole to people. But it made me feel bad, oh, to be wow. honest. I don't know. It probably doesn't relate, but I don't know. It made me feel like, oh shit, if I'm put in power, do I become an asshole? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I was that much of an asshole. I mean, come on, it's just <laughs> I kind of hurt people that much by like you know, being an asshole. Yeah. Banning them from
1: you know, gaming rooms. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well you're just doing your head to do, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: making myself feel mean. good. I was I was I was playing a great big joke that everyone was in on except for that person, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, I, yeah, like, just quickly on the Stanford Prison Experiment, I think it's a, like, a, it's a huge example of, like, bullying, you know. It shows that when... Yeah. If you're... If you have grievances and you're put in a position of power, it shows how inclined you are to become a bully. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You, you, want, you How do you feel about talking about that next week?
1: Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I
0: don't know <laughs> a full episode about it, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like we could almost cover it in a few, a few minutes, but I don't know. I, f- I find it really interesting. Yeah. If if we did our research, maybe we could talk about it.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess if we really got deep into the, the history and like everything about it. All right. Well, look. Let's let's just talk about it amongst ourselves. Um,
0: but for now, you happy happy to wind up. Yep. All right, let's do it. Thank you, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, again, just a quick shout out to the guys over at TLT. And um, look, we'll see you guys next time.
1: Later.